0: I'm Janelle. I'm Malik. Welcome to Coffee Side Chats,
1: a podcast where we talk about everything and
0: nothing. You don't need to wear another green t shirt. <laughs> they, could, they could at
1: least laminate.
0: Oh my gosh. They're very interesting. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: Yeah, it's been there.
0: Okay. For are you recording? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> It's not morning for you.
1: Yes, that is correct.
0: Yep. Um, so today's podcast, we are doing coffee, which I feel is very appropriate.
1: Especially given how all this began anyway, right?
0: Yeah. How many times did we talk about this at coffee shops? We went to so many coffee shops, and I'm pretty sure at least every other time we talked about starting a podcast. The
1: information. yeah it was definitely a big topic so of course why that's why we would have to start with coffee i mean i mean that's where our friendship began anyway we started yeah. like getting to know each other at just coffee shops which really lends itself to the way we like to talk about things which is long and drawn out <laughs>
0: Because coffee shops are such a good place to just go hang out for a long time. And we never went to go study. We always went to just go talk. And we would talk for hours and hours. Even if we had nothing to talk about.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially if we had nothing to talk about. That was the the point point of the entire exercise. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Just
1: to talk about whatever came. Uh, The first time we went to a coffee shop, it was... What we were there an hour, and you—if you hadn't had to leave to go so pick we were someone there
0: up, three hours.
1: The, was it three hours the first time? Yes. I thought we went. I thought the first time was with at Banu.
0: It was. We went right after work.
1: Okay. Because I so remember was, I
0: left straight from work. It was during it was, winter. It was ten. I left nine.
1: You got out. I at nine. You had nine to.
0: Good and grief. So I went to go pick up Jordan at twelve.
1: Yep. So that was, would have been from 9, what, 9.15 to 11.45, basically. Yeah. Jeez. And
0: Which we knew, I... Even then, on our first coffee hangout, coffee date, what did we call it? We knew that we could spend so much more time talking because we talked about really serious and really silly conversations. And we just kept going.
1: Yeah, it's funny how serious the first few conversations we had were. I mean, it's not like we really knew each other that well, but there was something unifying about being at a coffee shop that we both loved (laughs) that just made everything go a little bit easier.
0: I think I'd only been to Banu once at that point. I went with my sister and I had no idea what was going on.
1: It's a crazy place. Um,
0: But then I went back with you and I felt kind of at ease. We got good drinks. You told me what you liked, which I always appreciate. And, yeah, we talked about really, like, stuff that people would talk about after knowing each other for a long time.
1: Yeah, a lot of family stuff, which was definitely different.
0: And not like, this is my family. Let me tell you their names and what they do. It was, these are the issues in my family. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and they go back a long time.
0: Yeah, that was wild. But it was so good and that like forced us to be friends for a long time because we knew each other so well from the get-go even though we'd hung out not just you and me a couple times not just you and me we'd hung out a couple times though yeah with our friend group and we worked together we knew each other but that was the first time we hung out just you and me and we got along so well. (laughs)
1: It was, it was funny because our, one of our mutual friends decided that he's like you guys both love coffee. You should, got, you should go get coffee. You guys would have hit it off great. And it was mm-hmm. one of those wait you, you want to take their word for it, but you have to be a little bit skeptical because it's not like we knew each other that well. <laughs> right. So the first thing is like, yeah, go. So I just walk, it was funny because I just walked up to you uh, right before I left. I was like, hey, we should go get coffee. When, mm-hmm. nah, tonight you're not doing anything? I'm not doing anything. Let's go. <laughs> it's just the most impromptu uh, kind of thing you could think of.
0: Mm-hmm. It was wild, but it was so good. And then yeah. we hung out at so many coffee shops, which Austin has a plethora of really nice coffee shops, which is great. I,
1: I didn't think, it? like growing up, I liked coffee and it was one of those things where suddenly I was in a city where you could trip over a coffee shop if you <laughs> on pretty much every corner, every neighborhood had two or three, not even just, you know, obviously there were Starbucks and places like that, but there were just tons of local coffee shops, like a chain of local coffee shops would be like Banu, which had two <laughs> and right. Austin Java, which had like five, I think, locations across the entire city. Okay. But... I didn't love it. They burnt their coffee. <laughs> so that's part of the reason we never
0: went. <laughs> yeah, that's the downfall of all the coffee shops here. Now that I live in Oregon, all the coffee shops here burnt their coffee. And it's so freaking annoying. Because yeah. I go in and they talk about how much they love coffee and how excited they are. And I try it and it's burnt. Like half the time.
1: It's like, you guys don't love coffee like I love coffee. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, in San Antonio, where I am now, there are, you know, lots of chains. But as far as really good local places, they're just not that many. And you kind of have to drive kind of far to get to any of them that are reasonably good. And the biggest benefit of living in Austin was the number of 24-hour coffee shops. You know, if you were just feeling like 3 in the morning, I want to go get a cup of coffee, you could just go was not a problem you could find four or five places that are open (laughs) so might as well go try but in san antonio there's just not that many
0: that's the downfall of all the coffee shops here in roseburg oregon it's a small town but we've got like a good number of coffee shops but they all close really early and the only one open on sundays is starbucks That's the only one open in town. There's another one that's like 30 minutes away that's open on Sundays. All the rest of them, only weekdays, or they close at four. Yeah, that is a bad situation. Terrible. So my roommate and I have decided that it would be a good idea for us to open a coffee shop that would be open later for the people who are from areas of the country or areas of the world where drinking coffee in the evening is a good way to spend your time and drinking coffee on Sundays is a good way to spend your time so we are going to meet somebody tomorrow about renting a coffee shop and buying all the equipment and running a coffee shop while both having full-time jobs
1: well that is a interesting hobby I would be very interested in seeing that one. Very fun, but also kind of stressful.
0: Oh yeah. So stressful. Just talking about it. I'm stressed out. But we've been talking about it nonstop <laughs> yeah. since uh- Monday. And we both know that it's just a thought experiment, but we're both really committed when we talk about it. Way more serious than we should be for just a thought experiment.
1: Well, that's the thing. You might find that it's much more reasonable than you thought it was going into it. So that could be a big, big situation there.
0: Uh, Yeah. Nobody here drinks coffee after two. Like I've talked to a bunch of people and whenever I talk about going to a coffee shop after work, they all say, oh, I don't drink coffee after two. It makes me really jittery.
1: Huh? That's pretty strange. (laughs) Yeah. But My that,
0: is they don't drink enough coffee, but they do drink enough coffee because everybody and their mom here goes through the coffee drive-thrus like 18 times a day.
1: Good grief. Yeah, coffee, it's that's curious that so many places have coffee drive-thrus. Uh, that's really a Starbucks thing down here. That's pretty much it. That's the only place you can go with a Starbucks, uh, with a drive-thru for coffee.
0: That's like Roseburg's equivalent to tripping over coffee shops in Austin. Where there's one on every corner and it's like a sit-down coffee shop. Here, there's a drive-through coffee shop, everywhere. Hmm. That I think amazing. just in Roseburg we have five, six, seven, eight. Just in Roseburg. Eight
1: drive-through coffee shops.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and you then know all the
0: that... sit-down coffee shops—the only one that has a drive-through is Starbucks.
1: Hmm. Interesting. That well, that could be a sign of just how non committed everyone is to coffee. <laughs> <laughs> because if you can't, if you have that many drive throughs, so people want to want to get in, and get out. So uh, the overall quality necessarily, of coffee doesn't really matter as much if people are just trying to get the caffeine hit and get out of there. You know.
0: So, like the biggest coffee shop here, they put. I think it's Red Bull in the coffee, and all their coffee is terrible. And it's all like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like they put a ton of sugar in it and then they put all these extra weird flavors that no other coffee shop does. And part of me wants to scream at them and say, there's a reason no other coffee shop does this because it's a bad idea. (laughs) but Everybody loves it and I don't get it.
1: You know what? Some things are not for us to understand. It's very interesting because it's a lot the same way down here, where a lot of my coworkers they always bring coffee in in the morning. But mm-hmm. as far as you know, drinking any after five o'clock, let's say it's very unusual because I've invited a couple people to coffee like, well, you don't get up to work till five. I said, okay, you know, to me, that's not a big deal. Like, so what? We go have coffee at 630. That's normal for me. But apparently, it's not really normal for anybody else that I know down here. So that is a curious thing.
0: Right? It's so weird.
1: You you know what it makes me feel? It makes me feel like the the coffee scene in Austin was just so utterly unique to Austin. Because I I can't imagine anywhere else having that amount of uh, coffee culture. Even in Arlington and areas where there are colleges... The coffee culture is just not as big. And another thing Austin does really push the small business aspect of things, a lot of small bus- businesses don't make it, but they still, there's a culture in the city of trying to support them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that probably has a lot to do with the crazy coffee. I, mean, I, I imagine it's cheaper to open a coffee shop than it is like a full blown restaurant. <laughs> so you can at least try it
0: it's still a large chunk of money to throw at a business when you don't have a large chunk of money. You're Mm -hmm. not making a lot of money anyway, and you're still working full-time and you don't have a spouse or someone to support you if it all goes under.
1: Yeah, that, that is, that is true. So that would be very interesting to see it if you guys could figure out a way to do that. I don't know how the small business loans work up there and everything, but that would be interesting if you guys could pull it off. Um, I would, I would will be willing to make a trip <laughs> just to <Yeah>. see
0: it. <laughs> you say this, we actually need you to come if we do open it. <laughs> like we can't just do a, I would come. We need a, I'm going to come <laughs> frequently. Yes.
1: Yes. Very true. But yeah. yeah, I would, I would definitely make an a effort to get out there to just to see how well it's doing to be yeah, That would be, be a fun trip. I would bring a couple of people with me too. There are a few people that would be interested, I think. Long way to go for coffee, but I'd do it.
0: <laughs> the thing is, we do have a school. We have um Umpqua Community College and um, we have a really strong entrepreneurs group hmm. is wild. So I know we have that culture and I know we can build it. So those are the people we're gonna target is the people who are trying to start a business, our young entrepreneurs, our entrepreneurs in general, and the students who need somewhere to study after school, which would be mm-hmm. three and on. So we would be five and on.
1: Yeah, that, that could work. That could work if you, if you could partner with those guys. That could be a big boon. And then you can work in, you know, pastries and other things on top of that over time.
0: Yeah. Figuring that. But once yeah. we do, we will be making pastries. And so theoretically, I now know how to make espresso, which I'd watched a bunch of those videos before, but.
1: Yeah, just it's all about the practice now.
0: Mm -hmm. It is such a precise thing. And it's like seconds difference can be burnt or bitter.
1: Yeah, that that can be rough.
0: (laughs) If you pour too much, if it's not exactly even and flat, if it's compressed too much, so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on the note of types of coffee I made my French press this morning And it was the best French press I've ever made
1: Well that's So good to hear
0: <laughs> Finally figured it out
1: I typically Use the French press uh, Just because I like the way It tastes It has a lot more flavor Really mm-hmm. uh, It's a little bit heavier tasting if that makes any sense to you (laughs) yeah Uh, so i typically use the french press i own a keurig i own a very nice keurig (laughs) i don't use it that often although yesterday i used it at least once was it once or twice it was twice yesterday because i really didn't feel like pulling out the french press (laughs) and boiling the water and getting it all prepped and everything so i didn't i didn't use it yesterday but today i used it and I have my American press, which is a basically like a French press turned on his head. <laughs> you, you basically put you know put all the coffee inside an enclosed container, and you basically soak the coffee that way as you push down the plunger. It's, I, it's a different taste. Um, not as bitter as fr- the French press can be, because I use a pretty dark roast. And so when I do that with the French press, typically it's kind of bitter. Uh, but just the American press uh, comes out more, uh, smooth with mm-hmm. dark roast coffee. <laughs> if it's, if it's both medium roasts, it's about the same, but the dark roasts tend to have a different taste. Um, like, you know, I have that Keurig and I use it, it you know, it really turned into a hot water machine for a while. <laughs> I would just use it to, cause I needed a, you know, half a cup of hot water, <laughs> Um, or something like that the problem, <clears throat> honestly the only problem with it is that it doesn't provide as much flavor so it almost makes the coffee taste watered down so i can make the same flavor whatever across the french press the american press and the keurig and the keurig always tastes more watery and there's you know the quote unquote strong setting that's mm-hmm. the keurig and it just kind of makes it taste normal it, it makes it taste as if I rushed doing a French press. <laughs> <laughs> that is about, that's about what it tastes like. I, yeah. I prefer to, you know, typically four minutes is about how long most people want the French press to set. Sometimes I'll do five when I want to be a little bit um, stronger on the flavor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it basically makes it taste like I did a three-minute French press, <laughs> which is not great because that's not, you know, you really don't want that kind of taste in your coffee but it's fine
0: (laughs) it's fine uh one of my friends who's super into coffee and i have gone to her a couple times when i have questions about different things normally i go to you but sometimes i go to her she uses a pour over and she's committed to her pour over and she'll post instagram pictures with her using her pour over all the time but it looks so fancy and she's so serious about it and that's still like the next coffee making method I want to try is pour over.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm almost there. <laughs> I'm almost there to pour over time. It, from what I've seen, it's much uh, more finicky. You can really mess up a pour over really badly if you're if you're not careful. Uh, the other me- brewing methods are much more forgiving. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I haven't got to the point where I'm ready to buy. Uh, a Kim X for the pour over But I, I have a couple in the Amazon Wish list <laughs> So they're, they're, they're there I just haven't got to the point where I'm ready to start doing it Also I don't have to buy filters right now <laughs> So that is actually a, a big benefit from the American press and the French press Heck and even the Keurig I don't have to buy Extra filters for that So yeah Buying filters is not something I really want to do
0: <laughs> My uh, Intern supervisor When I was in college. One of the internships I did, one of my intern supervisors, we went over to their house uh, for something, and he had a Chemex, and that was the best coffee I've ever had. It was so good. He was so precise about the whole thing. I think he ground beans, looked at them, and decided they weren't good enough, so threw them away and got more. Oh, wow. Um, He was very precise about the whole thing. I was so impressed with how just how beautiful it looks to watch somebody be really precise about their coffee and then how amazing the coffee was. Highly recommend. If you're really, really serious about it, get a Chemex. If you're not, don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a pretty good uh, recommendation there. A lot of people have told me that about pour over, that it's so good, but you have to be really precise, which, you know, that's not the end of the world. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I don't know if my fiance would like <laughs> to <laughs> me spending too much more time making coffee. I make it enough as it
0: is. Mhm. Well, my friend who does it on who posts it on Instagram a lot, she every time she takes picture, the pour over coffee cup is on a scale. Like she scales it the whole time. It's always being weighted, which I just think is so committed cuz she never does it without the scale ever.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like, at this point, I really like making coffee, but I have a very loose measuring method, <laughs> yeah. and getting, when you go scale level, it's really, you know, everything needs to be precise, and I'm just not, not there yet, mm-hmm. but I, something tells me, though, give it, give it, in a few more months, I might be on that, on that level.
0: Well, when you do, I will come back to Texas just to try your Chemex coffee, because it's the best.
1: You're going to have to give me about six months of work. <laughs> gotta, I have to make sure it's, it's perfectly right. And then I get a, have to get a hand grinder. A lot of people want to grind right, right before you do it. So. <laughs> right. The, mm, work. <laughs> so as far as uh, adding to your coffee, I'm a cream person. I used to be a cream and sugar person. Uh, but do you typically drink yours black or you have a little bit of sugar? How do you like to do that?
0: I typically drink it black, but lately I've been really lazy and I haven't been making my own coffee and I've been drinking the crummy work coffee, which is still like we grind it every day. We never have just bags of grounds or like the little bags you throw in there. Uh, So as far as work coffee goes, it's better than other work coffees, Uh, but I still have been drinking that and it's not as good. So I put just two packets of sugar in it. Uh, But yeah, the more I drink sugar in that coffee, the more I want sugar in all my coffee. But I'm generally just sugar. I was creamer when I first started drinking coffee in high school.
1: Mm -hmm. Because at that point, you really want to kind of cut the bitterness of a lot of coffee you drink when you're younger. (laughs) There's less there's less control over the kind of coffee you have when you're younger. So a lot of coffee needed. I used to drink cream and sugar, so a lot of the coffee we had really needed it because it was really bitter. But I've kind of gotten away from the sugar thing. It just makes it too sweet for me, uh, typically. But I'm. Mm -hmm. Go ahead.
0: When I went to college, the problem with buying creamer was it would go bad. And it was expensive. So I didn't want to pay for creamer if I was only using it for coffee, and if I wasn't drinking enough coffee every day to use all of it. So I stopped buying creamer, so I just got used to not using it. So then I started drinking it black, and then I slowly started adding sugar back in. (laughs)
1: Yeah, see, I never had that problem. <laughs> I, I drank coffee plenty fast enough. That creamer never went bad. So there was that. Yeah, Got had a lot of coffee. The only reason we had, when I had roommates, the only reason we had coffee makers was because I refused to be without it. <laughs> so there was, what was that small thing.
0: Yeah, we almost didn't have a coffee maker at this apartment. We had one at um, the house where I lived when I first moved here. And then we moved to the apartment. That coffee maker belonged to the owner. So I was like, shoot, what am I going to do without a coffee maker? I don't have money to spend on a coffee maker, but I have to have just have it just in case. And then one of our friends, they had just finished remodeling their office and they got a new coffee maker. They gave us the old one. And I was really excited.
1: Yes, I am sure you were.
0: (laughs) And then I got a very lovely French press from a very lovely friend.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, you did.
0: Thank you a lot. And so I use that now, but I just use the coffee maker to heat up the water. <laughs> um, one of our old coworkers, she gets, uh, I want to talk about this too, um, the, what do you call them, subscription boxes, and she gets them with all these crazy flavors, and I've never been a flavored person, flavored coffee person. Do you ever get the weird, crazy flavors, like s'mores, and what is it then? Do you know who I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I do. There are a couple of um, coffee subscriptions. Tonks, which is which is got bought by Blue Bottle, I believe. Blue Bottle Coffee. They do one. There are a couple others that I've uh, seen here. They're kind of pop up on my Instagram ads because, you know, <laughs> they, coffee is a thing. So they it pops up, stuff like that. I have a flavor called Caramel Chocolate Brownie. <laughs> it's in the in the room there, so yes, yeah, in the kitchen. So I have a few that are kind of crazy, but I, I tend to kind of mm. really read the descriptions of them because some of them have cool names, but then I look at them and like, there's no way I would want to drink anything with that flavor, <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> so do you like having the flavored coffees?
1: Uh, typically, yes, although I have, you have to be careful with which type of flavor like which brand of flavor coffee you get because like um addison roasters out of addison texas they do a really good job of their flavors but sometimes uh, some of the other lesser known companies that just kind of pop up randomly at uh, sprouts or central market or whatever because those are typically places i buy my uh coffee my coffee beans they are not so good about adding flavor without burning the coffee (laughs) so you have to be much more careful with those um so i've I've become very picky about which flavors i do use um and then sometimes i'll just go get a standard colombian you know just normal so
0: i think anybody who says they really like coffee should be able to drink black coffee with no flavors in it that's what i think maybe i'm wrong but i think you should be able to that shouldn't necessarily be your preferred but you should be able to handle it
1: yeah, well, it's, it's also about some people like black coffee, but they think, you know, it needs to be uh, dark roast or whatever. I, I'm not a fan of dark roast just in general. <laughs> so I could drink a blonde or a medium without anything in it. But I don't I just don't drink um, dark roast hardly ever, except for this Velvet Moon, which is actually good.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to think I like dark roast, and then I try it, and then I'm like, actually, <laughs> maybe not so much. But I always try to convince myself that I do. I don't know why. Oh, well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just don't even put myself in that situation. I have, you know, you try a few different brands of dark roast, but then it's all just kind of too bitter, and mm-hmm. I just move on. It's like, nope, I'm not a dark roast person. I'm good. I don't need to be. Uh, some people. You know, really, you know, don't think it's coffee unless it's dark roast. And I just think that's too limiting. Like, why make yourself less, uh, less happy?
0: (laughs) I mean, what makes, why would dark roast be more real coffee than medium or light roast? You're still roasting real coffee. It's not like you've got different coffee beans exactly that's
1: exactly the point (laughs) but i have had many conversations with people who are like oh i don't drink that blonde rose stuff it's like why not (laughs) is it still coffee it has more caffeine yeah a little bit but overall it's like okay coffee's coffee yeah
0: i agree
1: don't be don't be a weird person about it yeah some people are so they have a very you know rustic american kind of viewpoint on stuff like that and it's like Okay, they just didn't have the ability to have better coffee back then.
0: <laughs> like, wow. this is different. Okay, when you were buying coffee, because you talked a little bit about trying new coffee and drinking a lot of it, do you get ground beans or do you get whole beans?
1: Almost exclusively whole beans. Every now and then I'll do a ground, uh, ground one if I, if it says, like, maybe it's for, for French press or something like that, because you need to grind it differently for a drip versus French press, but so much coffee that's pre-ground is pre-ground for drip. So, right. they, they, so it's you know, a different, um, different consistency. So I tend to grind it myself just because I can control exactly how coarse the uh, beans are. So I, I prefer whole bean. Also, the thing we talked about earlier, sometimes you don't know how long it's been sitting there when it's ground. And so sometimes you'll get a grind and you'll try it and it doesn't taste very good because it definitely has been sitting too long on the shelf in the store. So that does that has happened to me a few times. So I definitely try to put um, the whole beans as a priority if I can.
0: I think that really is the best way to do it. But I don't have a grinder and I don't feel like spending money on a grinder or storing a grinder. So, yeah. For now, I ended up
1: getting a smaller one just because I didn't have a lot of room for one. And I wanted the bar in the kitchen to have some kind of other utility besides holding my coffee stuff. (laughs) So there is that. I tried to be considerate this time.
0: Good. I'm proud of you. (laughs) You should be. So I have two coffee thermoses because I do take a long time to drink coffee. And I think a lot of people who do really like coffee think that's weird. And it probably is. It just takes me a long time to drink anything. And coffee, I want to appreciate the taste the whole time. Um, anyway, so it takes me a long time. So I got two thermoses so that I could take it with me and go places. But it's so much extra effort. I know it's not. But in my head, it's so much extra effort to put it in a thermos. So I never use them. And they're like up in a cabinet, never used, never taken out. It probably helps that I have a desk job so I can just take my mug into work and it's fine. But I'm also reheating it all day. So if it's in a the thermos, I can't reheat it.
1: Well, if you get a good enough thermos, you don't need to reheat it. That's kind of the, the big part is that a lot of them you can get ones that are you know, 12 hours hot, which is excellent. I have three three thermoses. Yeah, I think it's three. Uh, I use there's one that holds the most coffee that goes to work with me pretty much every day. And it's also the one that keeps it the hottest, the longest. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have a couple of smaller ones, but they don't hold the heat for more than about four hours, which typically when I go into work, I drink some at the beginning, but also about five or six hours in, I drink more and I want it to still be hot. So I have to take the big one, (laughs) which does make it more effort. Because it's yeah. just another thing to have to carry around and keep track of and everything. Um, as far as mugs go, though, I have a lot of mugs. <laughs> I, have, I have a... So, I guess I'll put it this. When we moved to this apartment, we bought a table that had a little shelving on it. I decided to make that shelve, shelving space for my, what I call, I guess I'll call them my VIP mugs. <laughs> the mugs I, I use the most. And there's a whole, like, three shelves of them. So that kind of gives you an idea <laughs> of there's how many mugs. I, think. I thought it was four. It's three for the VIPs. And then, oh. the, then there's a bookshelf that we bought specifically for the mugs that yes. I have. And there are one, two, three, there are four shelves of those on a big, you know, standard bookshelf, <laughs> which are completely full. It's completely full. I'm basically having to mess up the organization to fit the m- mugs in there. I have so many now, I have that bookshelf field, I have the shelving on the table field, and I have three that sit on the counter next to the coffee makers.
0: <laughs> so. I always forget to ask for a mug when I go to coffee shops. And so then I end up getting the paper cup, but at the same time, I do drink coffee really slowly. So even if I'm sitting in the coffee shop for three hours, there's still a slight chance I'm gonna take the coffee with me. <laughs> Yeah, so I a getting a better than
1: a 50% chance, I think.
0: <laughs> if it's more than three hours, I probably won't. I'll probably be done with it by that point.
1: See, based on the amount of conversations we've had, I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> <laughs> three hours is about right at that limit for you, where you still, okay, there's about half a couple left. I'll drink some more.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, after three hours... I'm probably done with it, but at three hours, there's a good chance it's still half.
1: Definitely, definitely a
0: chance. That last hour. My coffee consumption rate is not consistent.
1: No, no, it's not.
0: It's been a long time. I drink so slowly when it comes to coffee. I drink really slowly when it comes to everything, though. The first time I went out with my, um, intern group in San Antonio, we went out and got drinks and I had the same drink, whatever it was in front of me for like three hours while the other ones went and got like three pounds.
1: Yeah. I've noticed I have a tendency to lap you a few times, (laughs) even with coffee drinks, doesn't really matter. (laughs) I tend to go through it pretty quickly.
0: Okay. Um... I want to do a coffee trivia game with you. We did this at a trivia night here in town a couple of weeks ago, and okay. really bad at it, so I'm going to make you do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not okay. exactly the same questions, but it's mostly the same question. This was the one that made me the most angry, because I was like, I should know this, and I don't know. What are the two major types of coffee beans?
1: Oh, mm-hmm. major types of coffee beans. Oh. Boy, I don't like this. This is not fun. Um, Do you want me to give you one? Uh, one is robusto, and then there's another one. I can't remember the other one. Though I think if we're talking about the same like category, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: you're on the right track. But Robusto's one, and I cannot remember the other one, and it is kind of infuriating me because I feel like <laughs> I just <laughs> I just read something about
0: this. <laughs> i give up Uh, (laughs) arabica i don't think i say that word right by the way arabica 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 yeah a-r-a-b-i-c-a
1: how did i I forget the word arabica like it's on every coffee thing ever just about
0: (laughs) i remember the odd one but it's up to my follow-up question which is the more popular bean
1: uh arabica is more popular yeah Yeah. i've seen it on everything i don't know how i forgot that that makes me sad (laughs)
0: yeah So when I, when we did this, I was sitting there staring across at my friend who is also really into coffee, and I was like, "We know this. I know this. I know what the word is." And they gave us Arabica, and I could not remember Robusta for my life. And I sat there and I was scratching my brain trying to think of it. And I was so mad at myself when they finally said it. It's like, dang it! i was so angry at myself. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's upsetting.
0: <laughs> Which two countries consume the most coffee?
1: Consume the most coffee?
0: I got different responses on this one. Huh. But I'm pretty sure. If you answer any of the three options, then I'll give it to you. But there are two, according to one source, that consume the most. Consume.
1: I would say, um, boy, mm-hmm. I want to say the United States is on the list of coffee consumption, but who would be the other country? Ooh. Italy, maybe? I don't know.
0: Brazil.
1: Brazil. Huh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. Um,
0: the other one, another site said Finland.
1: Finland? Okay.
0: Well, hmm. I think it's... Believable to some extent, but also not believable because they're just not as many people. Whereas yes. everybody in Brazil and everybody in the US drinks coffee. Yes. So
1: <laughs> and, unless <laughs> the Finland people have it every meal.
0: <laughs> right. Um which country produces produces the most coffee.
1: Which we're talking about which country, are we talking about where the coffee originates, or which company yeah. owns the businesses?
0: Uh, which coffee? It origin, which country it originates from? It originates. Okay.
1: Uh, I'm gonna say Colombia, just because.
0: It's Colombia and Brazil.
1: Brazil, both. Okay,
0: that's fine. Um,
1: Colombia is really popular up here.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I went and got clarification on the other question. It's the top, co- top 10 coffee-consuming nations per capita is Finland. So per person, Finland drinks the most. Got and it. then Brazil and the U.S. bring the most pounds of coffee in. Got it. <clears throat> um, and now I lost my questions. One second. <laughs> I didn't spend as much time on this trivia set of questions. That I should have. Um, what is the most expensive coffee? Oh, what's it called? Or if you can describe why it's the most expensive or how it's made.
1: It's Any... it's it's the poop coffee. It's the Civic cat coffee. Um... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> poop coffee. That's pretty terrible. But that's kind of how that was made. So
0: <laughs> I don't remember where I first heard about this coffee, but I was so. Amazed that somebody had come up with this. Not that that though, was the most expensive, because I believe people would be really excited about it. And I don't know, we get weird things from animals in weird ways, but the fact that somebody discovered this just blows my mind.
1: Someone was having a really interesting day. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> interesting. Okay, so this again leads to my next question. I'm not meaning this to happen, but it's working. According to legend, how was coffee discovered? Ooh. I did not know this one. This was very new to me.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm stumped on that one. I, have, I don't even have a guess.
0: <laughs> there was a goat herder in Ethiopia who saw goats eating the plant um, and then they would be full of energy. Oh. Like a long time ago.
1: Huh, interesting. Like what's yeah. with those plants that's making those goats act so crazy? <laughs>
0: That's how we found it. Uh, so what is coffee? What is its technical type of thing? Does that question make sense? I don't know how to word that better.
1: Mm. you talk about how it's what is it?
0: Classified? Yeah. Mm. I don't know how to put that. Mm. Mm.
1: Is it like a fruit? I'm just curious. It
0: is. Oh,
1: it's fruit. Go figure that.
0: <laughs> which it is, is
1: from, it's from plants, so I guess it does make some sense.
0: But like beans are from plants, but they're considered legumes, which is not a fruit. Anyway, but yeah. So the coffee bean is inside this coffee plant and it looks like a cherry. And then you open it, there's the coffee bean, and you have to roast it before it's coffee because it's tasteless until you roast it. Yes. Okay. Okay.
1: Learning Uh, something uh, new? Huh? I said learning something new.
0: (laughs) Every day. Bonus question. Where was coffee or where was espresso created? Is that what it was? I don't have this one written down. This is just from memory. So if it's wrong, somebody can call me out on it. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Espresso Italy? I don't know. Yeah. Huh, I guess it, it does make sense. sense to so
0: that's why whenever this was something I looked up a long time ago. So if I'm wrong on this, again, please call me out. Um, but they, so like espresso was a very Italian thing. And um, then somehow it got to France? No, wait. One of those two countries and I'm having a really hard time remembering. But the reason why all the names in the U.S. have French or Italian, I can't think of which way it is. Is it Italian names? Is cappuccino French or Italian?
1: Italian, I believe. Yeah, cappuccino now, is
0: Italian. Okay. So the reason they all have Italian names is because it was such a big thing in Italy whenever coffee came to the U.S. when they were trying to create this coffee culture, they were like, oh, we want to make it authentic because we want people to think that it's a very authentic thing so we're going to use the Italian names. And so that's why you have like even the sizes are in Italian. Even though this was so long ago, we're still stuck with Italian names that nobody can pronounce and made up Italian names that <laughs> don't actually mean anything. <laughs> uh, cappuccino actually comes, uh, part of the word comes from light brown in color. Hmm. Which is really interesting. All of them have some other meaning. Espresso means to be forced through. So when you make espresso, it's pushing it through instead of just dripping through because it is packed so tightly and the grounds are so fine. So, the more you know. Congratulations, you got... I didn't even keep score. You got most of them right.
1: Michael, I think the I'm going to give myself a 60.
0: <laughs> I think the only one you got wrong was the According to Legend one. I was yeah, kind I had of no me. idea. I don't have a prize for you other than just kudos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want some fireworks. One want fireworks. Uh, The only thing I don't understand is people who feel like you have to be either a tea or a coffee person. I think it's crazy. I'm going to enjoy both of them. They're both great. Like, they have different purposes, and I drink them at different times. But people who pick between, I think it's crazy. I don't understand.
0: Enjoy them both. They are both quality drinks. They both should be enjoyed at the proper times.
1: Never limit your happiness
0: for no reason. <laughs> That's
1: what I say. What so. a good
0: phrase. We'll put that on the needle point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. Doing it. So they don't have needle points, so it's not going to happen. <laughs> but yeah. um, okay. Well, is that all we have to say about coffee? Yeah. You know,
1: I, I think it is. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, good chat. Thank you, everybody, for joining us with Coffee Side Chats. We appreciate it very much. Uh, It it makes our lives a little happier to do it, I think. I guess I don't speak for Malik, but I hope so.
1: I agree with her. I concur. (laughs) Uh,
0: We should do an episode about tea later on because there are lots of things to say about tea, too. Maybe not as many as coffee because it is more hyped.
1: Yes. Um, And it is the thing that brought us together, but we can definitely figure out some stuff to say about tea i'm certain
0: for sure i'll have to find a new quiz about that oh no (laughs) no see if you can meet it all right well thanks everybody for joining us have a wonderful day enjoy your coffee enjoy your tea and we'll catch you next time
1: all right till next time